Hi, Greg Perry, the historic preservationist. Welcome to season season three, episode 52. So we're going to continue on uh, next to the outside rack striking. Um, so by the time London clockmakers uh, adopted rack strike work on long case clocks, it had developed into the type which we call outside rack striking today, whereby most of the mechanism, including rack and rack hook had been brought forward on the front of the front plate, which, which in the form of the front plate would mean on the outside of the plates. So we do know examples of provincial eight-day works using external rack striking, even in the 1690s. So that's quite early. So, so that um, even oddly enough, some provincial makers seem to have adopted outside rack striking sooner than was uh, the general trend in London. And uh, as we kind of a little bit alluded to, compared to count wheel striking, this rack striking, uh, to anyone who's uh, in the know of you know, the way a clock mechanism works, uh, is, is at times a bit fragile. I mean, you, get, you can get wear, you get, you get wear on the gathering pallet, uh, the engagement of the, uh, of the point of the gathering pallet has to be uh, quite precise between the teeth at all times and, uh, and you know, even the, the, the rack dropping down, hitting that stop, hitting a detent, sometimes that bends and, and, and uh, takes it too far and gravity's not working well, you need to put a spring on it, so... And then the rack uh, goes down to the rack tail, and you have that elbow that becomes very fragile. You know the elbow that connects the rack tail with the the upper rack, and and that breaks many times. Um, and what is the frustrating point um, I've been seeing with with individuals that uh, let their clocks run down, their eight day bell strike clocks run down. And, and if the clock runs down, it's not one in a million. I mean, it happens. It runs down, say, during a strike sequence. And, and it never finishes its strike. And then you have, say, the client comes back and he, he resets the time. And he bends the little nib on the end of the rack tail as it's touching the, uh, the snail cam. And he bends it. And I, I've seen uh, four or five of these this year in 2022. And the client looks at you like they're sideways and they lie half the time and they said, oh, no, I don't let my clock run down. I always stop it when I'm not going to be here, going on vacation or what, what have you. And, and this, the end of the rack tail is like wound up like a bowl of yarn. And, you know, so it's a $375, $500 job to pull that off and to, to redo the rack tail. So uh, it's a real problem. So anyone out there that's listening that, uh, you know, is, is involved with these tall clocks, stop your clock. Don't let the weights go down. And uh, if you're going to be away during a winding period, so uh, save yourself some grief. It doesn't happen to all tall clocks. If you came back and tried to reset the time without putting power back on to those, uh, you know, to those sides of the train, uh, the strike train. So anyway, Greg Perry, the historic preservation is signing out. Thanks, everyone, for listening.